Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. No panic here. You only panic if they lose game two. I fully expect this team to regroup, much like they did all season long, and to come back and play uh, vastly different in game two. And if they don't, I would be really, really disappointed. And then if they would lose game two and lose it in that kind of fashion, I would start to hit the panic button. Coming up tonight, the Milwaukee Basketball Hour featuring Steve Novak, yours truly. Also, we're going to have uh, Vin Baker with us tonight, the assistant coach. And we're going to get a uh, get a chat also with our guy Sidney Moncrief tonight. So we're going to be at Rare Steakhouse, Milwaukee, starting at 6 o'clock. Hope to see you there in downtown Milwaukee as facing the crowd. Joining me now. Steve Novak uh, from Bucks Television, also Fox Sports Wisconsin, and co-host of the Milwaukee Basketball Hour. Steve, uh, you and I, uh, we saw each other after the ball game yesterday as we're heading to the elevators after that craptastic performance. We both looked at each other and went, what the hell was that? Uh, so now you've had a chance to think about it. Uh, what the hell was that? <laughs> By the way, I love no, your wife. Yeah. We, we sat right in front of your wife yesterday. We had love chatting with her. Oh, yeah. No, no. I think uh, my wife was there with my little man. He was as bummed as anybody who went out to dinner. Yes, he was. It was kind of dinner afterwards. He was not a happy camper, so I know a lot of people are feeling like that today. But, I mean, look, first of all, I think you have to give Boston credit. The, the game plan they came in with, we've, we played the Celtics last year. We remember Al Horford. We know that they're a good team. They've got a guy that can get in front of Giannis along with Aaron Baines as good as anybody. I did not expect them to be able to be that successful against Giannis because no one's been that good against Giannis all year long. So, to be honest, you know, I do think that that, that six, seven-day break between games, it affected the Bucks more for some reason. The noon game affected the Bucks more. It, it's hard to, to, to come in to, uh, to, to look at game one right now and look back at it and think to yourself, Boston was that, is that much better than the Bucks. I don't think so. I think there was a little more going on there. You have to give Boston credit, but I do think that layover – kind of mess with the Bucks a little bit what do you do now I mean yesterday I mean here's the thing their shooting was cold I admit that but they got out physical man I mean they just they they had it taken to them by a team that looked more savvy than they were so now what do you do you know listen the Bucks have been a team all year that has not adjusted they've not gone oh we're going to play the Detroit Pistons and uh Blake Griffin's not going to play so now we're going to do this or we're going to play the Celtics, so we're going to change our defensive game. They've been good enough all year to be the best team in the league. Now, does that matter in the playoffs? Uh, I think so because that's who they've been all season. They've made teams adjust to them. To, to say, let's not have Giannis continue to attack down the middle of the paint and draw a ton of attention would be crazy at this point. The Bucks have been the second-best team in the league all year making three-pointers. Against the Celtics game one, Bledsoe had uh, – Three had six points. Uh, Brooke Lopez had three points. They both only shot five shots. Middleton scored two points in the second half. Giannis was seven for 21 from the field. They basically shut down the starting five for the Bucks. 
it, it was something we've not seen all year long. I think the Bucks though, need to continue to be who they are. If they try to change and if they do some dramatic adjustment at this point, they're going to be even worse off. I think that the Celtics are going to have a very hard time doing what they did to the Bucks in Game 1. To their credit, they came to, to Milwaukee in Game 1 and were the defensive aggressor, got their way, but the Bucks have got to continue to be who they are, and the guys just have to make shots. They've got to play better. Uh, when you talk about making shots, everybody went cold. Uh, you know, you've been through something like this where you go cold, you're, you're starting to press a little bit, you, you know there's a lot on the line. Now what do you do? What is the mentality of a shooter coming out of a game like that, Steve? You have an incredibly short memory, and I mean that. Listen, guys that are the greatest shooters in the world don't care if they miss or make their shots. They don't, they're not scared of missing shots. They shoot their shots because they believe they are going to make it every single time, and they're not scared to take the big shot, and they know it's their job to shoot it every single time they're open. And in this case, on this team, that's who they've been all year. Brooke Lopez has missed 12 shots. 12 threes in a game. Guess what? He's got to shoot the next one and literally forget about the last 12. It's statistically proven the shots before the next shot you shoot do not determine whether you will make or miss the next shot. It's got to be its own one. That has to go, I think, for the mindset of this team. It's just wiping away game one. It also has to go for Bledsoe, who didn't shoot the ball well, and Middleton, who didn't shoot the ball well in the second half, and Giannis, and Bledsoe. It's a new game. Boston is going to have to do what they did again, which I think is a tall task. And it's pretty ridiculous to think that Milwaukee, the fourth best or third best offense in the entire league all season long, is going to have that poor performance. So am I betting on odds? Yeah, fine. But I also think that 60 wins, it does speak loudly. And the, the team we saw in game one was not the Bucks we've watched all season. Uh, defensively speaking, the Bucks looked... Slow. They look flat-footed. Does this just go back to the fact that you felt that maybe they were still shaking the rust off from the long wait? Look, is it an excuse? Yeah, it's definitely an excuse because Boston had the exact same situation. They had an extra day off. I'm just saying, we've watched the Bucks all year, and was there a little something funky? I I tend to think yes. But is the Kyrie Irving-Al Horford pick-and-roll a monster of a play that they run 33% of the time and, and Al Horford? averages 13 points a game and shoots 10 shots a game in the regular season. And in game one, he shoots 16 shots and has 20 points. Yeah, they knew that Al Horford was going to be open on the pick and pops. So they threw it to him, and he knew he had to be aggressive. So, look, Boston's pick and roll has got to be figured out with those two guys. The Bucks have got to, have, have got to make it harder on Kyrie to get that ball to Al Horford at the three-point line. He's shooting open mid-range, open three-point shots. So they've got to disrupt that and then figure out how to close out if Al Horford's covered on that next pass. So, you know, the Bucks have been good defensively all year. They have the ability to absolutely make those small adjustments. Talking with Steve Novak, and uh, he is the co-host of the Milwaukee Basketball Hour coming up tonight down at uh, Rare Steakhouse, Milwaukee. I'll be down there. We'll be talking with uh, Vin Baker will be there and also Sidney Moncrief we're going to chat with tonight. So it should be a really good one breaking all this stuff down. Now as we move forward, uh, it's all about adjustments. One of the things that I thought George Hill – He's been there, done that. I might insert him into the starting lineup and pull Sterling Brown. Would you do that? Yeah, no. I, I think you got to see. You know, in the press conference before uh, game one, the question was asked, Coach Bud, are you going to shorten up your lineup now that it's the you know second round of the playoffs, the Boston Celtics? He looked right at the reporter in the face, and he said no and waited for the next question. So I think 
he has built this team to the point that it is right now in order to use all the guys he needs to at whatever time he needs. And, yeah, I do think that if it is – look, that, Malcolm, that spot that Malcolm is not in right now, Sterling Brown has done a fantastic job in that spot. In this matchup against the Celtics, will they adjust? Will they possibly put in George Hill, who is for sure on this team for playoff series because he's a great veteran defender and, you know, just always seems to make the right play? Yeah, I think he fits in that spot perfectly. And, you know, uh, I don't think it's even a demotion for Sterling. Sterling is still going to play. He's proven – uh, his value over the last few months, but no question, George Hill is a veteran guy who can, in the playoffs, come in and it definitely change the series if he's in the starting lineup. It seemed like he just had a a calmer, cooler, collected ability. Like he just knew how to kind of attack things, and and uh, and when he got the ball, I tell you what, I, I just felt a little bit better about when he was on the floor. I don't know why I just did. It just seemed like he just kind of kept it. He was very level headed, I guess is the best way to put it. So. Now moving forward, and and before I let you go, now moving forward, I'm you're not at an elimination game, but tomorrow night is about as important as it can possibly be. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not a big let's call it a must win game kind of guy, but look, must win generally, in my opinion, is you literally must win or it's over. So that's not the case. The Bucks can lose two games and they still have five left, but losing two games at home is a must win. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I really do. I think you cannot lose two at home and go to Boston. Um, and so I do. I think that the Bucks understand that. They know being down two uh, after having home court advantage and uh, going to Boston is an incredibly tall task. So, look, that's what makes sports and basketball in this series and all the playoffs amazing is there's nothing guaranteed. And if they do lose two in a row, can they still win it? Yes. But, you know, game two, there's no question the Bucks are going to be full alert. No doubt. Steve, I'll see you tonight down at Rare Steakhouse, Milwaukee. Should be a good one. I know the food's going to be good, so I'm excited about that. Yes, sir. We'll see you there. <laughs> okay, talk to you soon. Steve Novak, host of the uh, Milwaukee Basketball Hour with yours truly, also Bucks television analyst on Fox Sports Wisconsin. Saw him and Craig Kishan yesterday. We just looked at each other in the hallway going, what, what, what was that? <laughs> that was, we, we all looked at each other like, whoo. Oh, that was, a, that was a stinker. He joined us on the uh, Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it on. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.